Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. I'm Ben. I'm here with Adol. Hey. Hey. And we're here with Ghost Lucy, who may appear at some at point. any moment. This is, our, this is our really late Halloween episode. <laughs> Super late. What are we? Yeah. Three, weeks, three weeks gone almost, yes. Yeah. Yes, our very late episode. Uh, beers this evening. I'm not drinking. I haven't had time. I'm super busy. Super busy to no go to the box to shop. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I've had a cup of tea. Uh, yeah. What kind of tea? Decaf. Just normal, normal oh tea. My God. But decaf tea. You're just really to warm me life, up, my friend. I know, mate. I know. Being cold in the garage, isn't it? That's the that's the yeah. problem. I needed something just to just to warm me. I've got no stouts or porters or anything nice to my brown beers to sink back. Uh, but you, sir, you have beer. What are you going I to do. drink this evening? Uh, I'm going to start. Uh, this is um, from my supermarket trip the other week. Uh, I got a second toast. Nice. Oh. Okay, sorry. Just getting glare off of the light in my room. What can you do? Okay, so surplus bread, uh, and it has soy in it. Oh. Um, and it's the same thing they said before mm-hmm. this is the session ipa citrusy hoppy and planet saving nice what percentage 4. was five percent nice cool that seems a little bit more than a session beer yeah. normally ish yeah i mean session kind of can go up a little bit now considering sort of ipa as a standard is almost say. sort of six six and a half kind of percent these days isn't it really we seem to be edging up higher and higher. Um, yeah, with, alcoholism. With, with, yeah, with those with the standard beer. So sessions are probably coming up a little bit too. It has fifty of them IBUs, and I just noticed that their barcode. Is a yeah, I'd noticed, right. noticed that before. Yeah, nice. That's um, good. Uh, like the last week's beer, it's clear. Wow. Sorry, my camera has made me all. How do I turn off autofocus? I'm. It is clear as day. Very, yeah. It's like straw and apple juice. Um, but yeah, quite bubbly. Small amount of head. Also, I can tell it's just a can because I can easily hold it by three fingers instead of. <laughs> um, it's man. What is it? Also, I wonder if it's the surplus bread because this also smells a little appley. Hmm. So, kind of like a tart apple. So a bit of the citrus there, but yeah. again, has a bit an apple nose. Not a lot else. It's quite muted, actually. It was a, clearly not been dry hopped or anything. Oh, that's refreshing. Um, As you'd expect. It is, yeah, it is zippy. Nice. Um, not too strong. Um, despite the amount of bubbles, it's actually, it doesn't like... It doesn't hit you like a lager would, even though it kind of looks like one. Mm. Um, again, the citrus is light. This is a really inoffensive thing. Uh, I would push on... It's not super IPA tasting. So it leaves the mouth a little dry. Um, and a little sweet. 
Okay. The finish is kind of sweet, not bitter, which is a little weird. Hmm. And then the hoppiness sort of fades really quickly. So, like, it starts kind of a little zippy, a little citrus, and, like, a nice hoppy bitterness, and then that goes away, and you're left with a slightly dry, kind of odd mouthfeel, and, yeah, so the hoppiness is then the bitter is almost all gone, and then you're left with a slight sweet aftertaste, which is very odd. I might mm. be drinking this really quickly because the sweet is very odd. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Is it um, it's shown anywhere on the can that they're um, that they're vegan beers? I'm not sure whether I, I asked with the with the last one, but obviously with its oh. um, with its quite clear sort of nature to it, I wonder what they've used to get it like that. Whether they've they've you know put it through some sulfates. finings or something. No, it's suitable for ve- vegans, and it says it, it may contain rye and sulfites. So I assume. Okay. So yeah, the, the it lists allergens as wheat, barley, oats, and soya. Oh, and may contain rye and sulfites. So whatever. Where the sulfites is clearly just in the factory, then I assume. Factory. Look at me. I know words. Brewery. That's the word. Beer factory. <laughs> yeah, the beer factory. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a title for the episode. The beer factory. Um, <laughs> one beer episode called The Beer Factory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I have a second beer. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, again, I just don't get a lot of standard IPA taste from it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um I did um I did venture um sort of northeasterly this week uh, and had to shoot over to uh, Oxford uh, yesterday in fact um to go and discuss potential uh, meeting for work or potential mm. potential project that I may be doing for work. Um and as I was on my way back I stopped off at the um at the Gloucester service station just on the motorway and it's this nice Newish, newish now. I suppose it's a few years old. Uh, big timber frame, glue lamb structure. Big green roof. You know, built into the hill. Looks lovely. Works very well inside. It's all airy. I was absolutely famished, so I went in to grab a, a falafel wrap, and uh, I did have a little look at the beers in the shop. I should have taken should have taken the opportunity. They had a little bit of a premium on them, but it was mostly you know. Uh, beers from Bristol. They had uh, more. They had wild beer, uh, wiper and true. You know, pretty sort of sort of standard stuff. And I didn't sort of see anywhere anything that kind of took my fancy enough to to pay that little bit extra, that little sort of premium um, that it that it had on it. And I can't remember when we um, when we went out um, a few weeks ago. Um, for my birthday yes when we we went to bottles and books and um you know had a few of the beers they had on tap there um did we grab anything to drink on the way in i can't remember i don't remember what we did um but we went Um, down to left we went down to left handed joe yeah and i have even though we picked beers and um you know chose exactly what we wanted to drink from the descriptions on the board and all this sort of stuff I didn't even look at price. I didn't even think about it when we were there. And I've just, yeah. I just, I, I was thinking about it today when I'm like, oh, I haven't got any beer. I haven't got time to go out and get any. I think, why yeah. didn't I just buy something at the at the service station? I pay just that little bit more. Why, in one situation, do I just, you know, not seem to care? And I'm like, yeah, I just, yeah. I just had this one. Thanks. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Give it to me. Uh, and yet, then, where I'm somewhere else and I'm trying to buy a 330ml can or a, 
a bottle or something. I'm thinking, ooh, ooh it's, a little, it's a little steep. Uh, well, whether I mean, it's because I know I can get it elsewhere for a little cheaper. But, I don't know. But a pub, uh, when you go out for drinks, like, they've got a monopoly on getting you drinks, and so you can't yeah. really either buy a drink there or you don't. So I can see why you would not fret too much. Because mm. you don't have a choice. Um, but yeah, I think it's because, you know, if you got time to go to the bottle shop, you'd, and it's the fact is that it's all beers you know already. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I'm not going to spend more money on things I've had before. I can see that. I mean, it's worth challenging the assumption, but I, I, I think I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, had I have, had I've really thought about it and known the amount of work I had to do when I got back from the meeting, and today I would have just would have just grabbed something because I've not yeah. left the garage really since getting back I mean, yesterday. But th- that's what happened last week was I realized I didn't have time to. I probably wouldn't have time to go to the bottle shop because I was just really busy. Mm. So when I was buying lunch, I bought. The four supermarket beers from Co-op, and then yeah. I had two last week and two this week, and it's been like, oh, having to. Uh, and it's been, it was really kind of convenient not to worry about buying beer. <laughs> yeah, this is occasionally in the last in the last few episodes where I have had where the um, where the old subscription box delivery service kind of comes in handy when you've got a few laying around still, and you can just yeah, like, um, this one. <laughs> you can pick your way sort of through them. You know, when you've, again, forgotten again to cancel, it seems to come in handy every now and again. It's because it's very hard to cancel. <laughs> it's not. It's just a phone call. It's just a phone yeah, call. Yeah, but who uses a phone? Like, this is smart marketing. <laughs> no one likes you making phone calls. Mm, that's true. I was meant to order cat food yesterday, and I completely forgot about it until I got a text message through, because I, I, I think they must text us every so many weeks to sort of say hey do you guys need anything and it's only because the text came like, oh yeah i do need to phone and it's not i think it's not because i don't want to phone people i just forget i just get involved in something else start doing some yeah. work think about something else someone then phones me i then answer a few emails i get back into work someone else phones i've got to phone someone for work and then all thoughts of beer boxes and cat food are just gone out the window completely what can you do exactly not quite as bad as the time I forgot to go and pick Evelyn and Kim up from work once. And Kim phones me at four o'clock saying, have you left yet? I'm like, uh, yeah, right right now. Leave me right yeah, now. There's, there's a lot of traffic. <laughs> um. So let's get into our topics of discussion for this week. Uh, Adol, what would you like to talk about this week? Uh, I am supposed to be reviewing Black Sad. And oh, yes. I failed miserably at starting it um <laughs> had a bit of a night out last night uh later than normal on a monday uh and just woke up sluggish um because i just clearly like i also like it was very bad sleep like my neck's mm. been hurting all day etc uh and of course because uh the lecture so i teach a seminar um in philosophy of language and the lecture is on Mondays, and so he doesn't post the lecture notes until later that day after he's lectured. But then I have the postgrad work to progress talk, so I just I wake up on Tuesdays and I do I could pre do the um, chapter readings, but I don't. I read over the lecture notes and then I read the entirety of whatever their their reading is supposed to be, and then I teach at twelve. Yep. So I taught at twelve, got home by around one thirty, like had a had a bite closer to. 
uh, uni and then just like kind of just vegged and I'm like, oh, I'll play a game. That's cool. And then I was in bed uh, reading, like doing admin on, on my laptop and then the cat came to cuddle and it was like, now I don't want to leave. And then he started wanking. And then I was like, now we're just, I just, I'm going to pretend this didn't happen. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just didn't play. Just, and then I went out, bought, did some grocery shopping, had, had a pizza for dinner. Housemates were around, hadn't chatted with them for a while. Just sort of had a regular, regular person's evening. Yeah. On a slow fair. day. Yeah. Yeah. So, it happens. Yeah. Um, so my topic is not playing game. No, I mean it usually is, but uh, I also just wanted. I, I, I got really tickled by this um, thing that happened with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, mm. You seem unenthused. No, no, please, no. Uh, it was more of a. I, mean, mm, I think I know what you're going to talk about. But I'm not really sure. I'm not talking about controversy. Oh, okay. It turns out. That Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield is not the best game to own if you also own a Roku streaming device. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did read this. Because what happened was, uh, while they were playing Pokemon, their Rokus went on the fritz and at some and shut down. Because it turns out that the um, Sword and Shield communicates on port 26037, and... Um, as does a Roku, that's their up. That's the um, the Roku device listens on port two six zero three seven to update their software. So Poke- if you're on the same network, the two devices, Pokemon sends its its whatever its packets out, and then because Roku's just listening and assuming the only thing they would talk to them on a port is being updated, and they don't <laughs> understand the packets being sent, they just get they go. I'm really confused. I should shut down. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, how many? There's what? There nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine ports. Oh, there's more. Uh, I think it's twenty three thousand. Is it? Jeez! I always remember having to um, phone up IT support as soon as I moved into my first set of uni halls. Oh, and I asked them, uh, asked them to open up a ton of ports just so I could play World of Warcraft. Right. Uh, there's sixty five thousand five hundred thirty five TCP ports and another sixty five thousand five hundred thirty five UDP ports. Jeez. Yeah, and like because there's so many, people just assume they can kind of pick a port and it'll be fine. <laughs> and oh, clearly, just, whoever co- just this one. Um, well, so certain ones are are, are like uh, reserved for like email happens on a specific port. So. Yeah, yeah. But clearly, Roku is just like we've got we're pretty high up there. What was it? Twenty three thousand, uh, and they clearly just coded the only, or twenty six thousand. The only, the only thing that I have to worry about is something talking to me. So they didn't actually have an exchange. So presumably the update they've just patched in um, was to have some more of a communication exchange before it assumes because clearly what happened was the only thing we're talking to me is if it's an update and it's like I don't know what to do. I'll just shut down just in case. Versus like I'm updating you. Cool. <laughs> like all you need is a fucking exchange to. <laughs> legitimizes the transaction and they didn't have that um so i thought that that just tickled me but i also thought uh it's very interesting how um uh how complicated technology is these days but like how every we are actually at this like internet of things kind of notion right mm. almost everything's on your wi-fi network and that you're gonna like this is why this happened it's because they're both on the network yeah 
And the thing is, Pokemon Sword... I don't... So what's interesting is, you can play Pokemon in aeroplane mode. So I'm wondering what it's sending out on port 26,037. I guess just random, like... I don't know. I, I don't know anything about the game. If it has multiplayer or anything, but it just seemed odd. To no, I, I think you might be able to. Maybe you can transfer. I mean, Pokemon games you've always always been able to sort of transfer things. Maybe things like friends lists and right. knowing whether people are kind of online rather than. Uh, Let's see. Friends um, list would be on the main OS. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, who knows? But, yeah, it does seem does seem odd that there's not someone kind of. Checking a big list, big updated port list, to see oh, if anything that's... is sort of assigned next to it. That there isn't some kind of central sort of uh, you know database or central list for people to. But be that able would to... mean that, that that would require the internet and all development to be designed and run by someone. Well, possibly, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Unless someone just takes the tedious task of finding out what every port is getting. So I seem to seem to remember I needed about. 10 ports open for World of Warcraft or something like that, you know, all on the same yeah. sort of range. Um, it, it, oh, was like, have... yeah, yep. it was like 3300 up to 3310 or something like that I needed open to be able to kind of to, to play it. Um, and I do remember just getting a response from the IT people just being like, what is this for? Um, I, I can't remember what I told them it was for. I definitely didn't tell them it was for World of Warcraft. I, I told them it was for something that seemed like legitimate that I'd actually need ports right. to be open for. I'm a computer scientist <laughs> specializing in networking. I need to talk to my server at home, and these are the ports that I do things on. Yeah. Please open them for me. Also, uh, I live at Blizzard HQ. <laughs> that's like the only... Uh, the only experience really I, I have of having to do anything around sort of ports and and things like that, asking someone else to do something. But talking about kind of like the home system and stuff, uh, now I picked up um, uh, or, or I've got sat in the box a Google Pixel 3a, you know, as we'd conversed earlier. I thought I was getting a yeah. Google 3, uh, sorry, a Pixel 3. They sent me a 3a, mm -hmm. so blah, 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 blah. but it then got me thinking about. Um, you know how integrated things will start to get obviously the phone i currently got on is running android so i can talk to the little google home speaker through my phone oh, get it to play phones, yeah. music in in that room if i had another one in another room i could get it to do stuff in that in the other room uh you know with uh google stadia you need a chromecast to be able to um to play or the one browser. that comes with it not the one that you've got the one that comes with the google stadia because it doesn't have the firmware on the other ones that you may oh, already really? have. Yeah. They've not Can patched not? any ones oh. that are out in the wild. You have to use the one that comes with the box. So even if you thought you could use your one on your telly upstairs and you could just go, here I am in this situation. Oh, my wife or someone else would like to use this telly in this room. I can just go and use the other one. No, can't do it. Can't do it yet. They'll, they'll, they'll patch that in in, in some point. There, this uh, is like one of the worst... <laughs> product launches <laughs> but it's it, oh, well so far yes so far yeah. um launch i say launch right like so few yeah. games um and and this type of thing apparently the you can't buy things on the device mm. you you have to it says go to this url and put in this code or you, you have go to on, purchase them on oh, your phone 
or on well, you, a web just, browser, but not through your telly. You can't basically. just like you can't go like I want to buy this now. Like I'm in Mortal Kombat 11. Here's the thing. I want to buy this character. It it then goes cycle, cycle, cycle. Hey, go to like Google.com slash Stadia slash buy or whatever, and then <laughs> enter this four digit four character code, and then that will take you to authorizing. But I mean, you can if you did do it like the way they want is you can play it off from any Chrome browser, right? Mm. So in that case, you would just open a new tab, presumably. But the fact that the like console ish most like the most console slash what do they call it? Founders edition thing uh, yes. is this like janky? Even to just do standard things is like because like surely Just Dance has a bunch of microtransactions and Mortal Kombat has yeah you think so yeah it's like so you know, two of your fucking twelve launch titles are the most cumbersome version of that game that's been out for a while. <laughs> It's just it's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? Of, of late two thousand nineteen gift. Uh, you'd imagine <sighs> that they have a few th- more things sort of ironed out. Uh, but yes, so the idea that I've now got this, um, you know, uh, a Google phone. I've got this Google Home. If I ever ever thought about getting something like Stadia, or not even Stadia, but just a, a Chromecast or something, you know, we've got oh. one of the one of the Amazon um, Fire Sticks. Whether we oh, thought, yeah. well, actually. Let's get a, a Chromecast because that can then talk to our phones. It can talk to the the, the, the little um, home hub thing, which can yeah. listen to us. You know, we could launch things um, like Netflix and stuff, kind of via voice activation and things. You know, where does it kind of stop? I know a lot of these things you can start to do your light bulbs and lots of other stuff that kind of plugs into this. But we're still at a point where stuff kind of talks a little bit, but kind of one little thing, and it's just yeah. <laughs> Just just doesn't oh, yeah. work anymore, and it just stops. And Pokemon fucks up your Roku, and yeah. Google doesn't talk to the Google things that it's meant to Google. Yeah, <sighs> that's that's. I can't believe that's the case. Um, <laughs> I mean, I kind of can. Yeah, yeah of course so, you can. I mean, of course you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, so my TV is a smart TV. Yeah, and I've never used the smart functions. Hmm. Just nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I which is weird because like I, I've got a computer hooked up to it and a PS4, and if I want to watch Netflix, I turn one of those machines on and just yeah. like I'm, <laughs> and it's like, oh right, this thing has Netflix built in. I keep forgetting I could just hit the button, but it's also like kind of clunky and slow. Mm. Uh, while my PC is almost always on anyway, so I could just open a tab, use the mouse, click, 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 bang. Um. Yeah, so, but I think a large part of it is because the ecosystems aren't quite there, and these, like, standalone, these small little mini-computer things are just, I don't, like, I've used a friend's Google Home for a while, like, when I was there, and I was like, I played with it, and then I was like, I don't think I would ever want this, use this functionality. Mm. I mean, if I had, I like the idea of a cheap way to do, like, music in all the rooms in my house, if I had a house, but... I'm in a shared home, and I have my room. Yep. So I just hit play. Or more often than not, I have headphones in. But, like, unless you have, like, a lot more space, and you're, like, a family unit, or, like, multiple spots where people might want to enjoy media or something, I just don't see why you would want to 
where you would need or really get a lot of value from these things. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. We didn't um, we didn't purchase ours. We got it. Everyone I know who has. Yeah, we got it through that um, that Spotify uh, deal that they were doing, um, where they were um, basically giving one away to any new premium customer, uh, Mm. or any exist might might be even be any existing premium customer. Actually, that I think that was it. Any premium customer. So whether you were new or you were existing, you could get a free one. So we knew that Kim could get one. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. I don't fucking know. When was this? Um, how long have we had it now? Uh, it's this year. Was it? Ah, fuck, man. I definitely mm. have Spotify. <laughs> and I didn't must know have been during the, Must have been during the summer, but um, I can't remember exactly how yeah. it... What, what it was that triggered us being able to, to get one. But um, Kim is a premium member. We signed up for the family package because... You know, so it was an extra few quid for me to then become a premium member, yeah. and we managed to get this little uh, home home. But again, it's not something I'd ever really thought about. I brought the the Fire Stick to go on an old an old TV because it was much cheaper to buy that than it was to then buy a new TV to do all of these things. Right. Um, and it didn't have uh, it wasn't connected via an aerial or anything like that. And you know, it's easy enough to watch things like iPlayer or Netflix and stuff through it. But since we've moved in here, we've never used it. It's never been on. It's not even connected. It's probably not even connected to the the, the Wi-Fi here right. to be able to do anything. Um, and I don't know. You know, we get to this point where you kind of think, "Well, I have one of these little home hubs in every room, or I have a Chromecast plugged into yeah. every TV that I've got, so I can just do everything everywhere at all the times, and then just never use any of them." ever apart from maybe you know we use ours for a little bit of music every now and again and kim and i sat down um a couple of evenings ago and it's got a couple of little movie and music quizzes built into it or that it, 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 it searches oh, yeah, for that are kind of built yeah. yeah for it so we've been doing um we've been doing those a little bit just to um have something else rather than netflix or um sort of any of the other games that we we're, we're playing so just something a little bit different but yeah, I can't see myself needing it much past that. I know we've spoken about the idea of um, you know databases where you could say, "Hey Google, um, my phone's probably going to pick that up now." Um, uh. You could, see, yeah, it has. Um, no, go away. Um, you can say, "Huh? Give me a recipe that uses. Give me an easy recipe that uses these two or three ingredients." You know, you look right. in the fridge and you go, "Oh, I've got these few things. I want to know what I can what I can do." And having yeah. a database and something that saves your favorites and, and and all of those sorts of things. We've talked about that kind of stuff, and I could see myself definitely using it for something like that. Yeah. But I don't need it to turn my heating on quite yet. I don't need it to flicker my lights on and off several times quite yet. Yeah, especially with Google, because they're just really just keeping in every piece of data. <laughs> Absolutely, so as, yeah. As, as soon as it is tied into a device that you ask it to control, it's it's learning and telling, phoning home, being like, Ben uses the light switches 17 times a day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's where we get dangerously into things like targeted ads and all of those sorts of things isn't it and that crazy scary future yeah i mean i i I just don't trust these google home 
to because it's both it has to always be listening mm. and that just feels like given given what they say they do and what they clearly what seems to be the case i don't know but i'm just an old man just a fuddy daddy at this point <laughs> like technology is just too far now well that's uh, yes yes uh, i mean you know, we are both you and I are kind of on the cusp of being. Oh, I was going to say speaking. Speaking of millennials, hey! <laughs> oh, she appears. Mate, we're whinging about being old men and, and scary <laughs> technology. Uh, welcome the to the thing. pod, Lucy. Yeah. Thank you. Apologies for my tardiness. Wow. It's not a problem. It's I, right. I think it's, it's probably right. good because we we just we were literally just kind of just whinging about technology and just <laughs> rambling. I think it's... we were we were. Um, Lucy, uh, mm. like me, I don't think you've got any beer this week. No, have you? No. Okay. Cool. This, you um, know, this makes me feel like an alcoholic, right? That's fine. It's fine. I'm, this is your intervention. I'll pretend. I'll pretend. Just so you know, I've got. It's fine. I've got vodka in here. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Um, <laughs> Pretend this is cider. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, Ado, are you are you ready for another beer, or shall I um, move on to my um, talking point this week? Oh, mm, you can go. Okay, cool. Um, at some point, I will probably um, bash out a review for um, for this game, a written review, maybe next week. Depends how busy I am. Um, but I have started to play uh, Narcos: Rise of the Cartels. Um, got a code um, through. Um, Pearl Indigo, um, or through Curve Digital, um, and I've started playing it um, only uh, only a little bit today, um, but it is basically uh, like an XCOM style strategy game based in the Narcos, the Netflix Narcos show um, universe. So I didn't realize there was a oh no, now I know what this game is. Yeah, yeah. okay, I couldn't remember what it was, but yeah. So it does a very good job of sort of presenting itself as as a game from the show. You know, the the theme music is there on the title screen. It's got the DEA officer um, Steve. He he does sort of like a voiceover at the beginning. Um, there's sort of voiced clips through, and I don't think I don't think any of them are the original actors doing right. the voice clips. Um, what's the guy's name who plays Pena? Um, uh, so you have seen the show? I've seen the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the show. Yeah, because I have not. Okay, oh, it's I really have, good. I can't remember the actor's name. No, I can't. He's um, he's in Game of Thrones as well, isn't he? Uh, mm. I've not watched that. Episode. He gets his eyes pop through by the mountain. Oh, oh. I, think I saw that one clip. Game of Thrones is so long ago now. That I've forgotten every single name of every <laughs> house or character. Going, there's too many other things going on, but we don't need to talk about that anyway. This that guy, Michael been Pena? In... No, 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 no. The, the, the character's character's name is um, his, his surname is Pena, um, but I can't remember the actor's name anyway. It's clearly not him doing the, the voice work for him. The other ones, the other ones are a it's little a long bit... way of saying he's not <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> the other ones are a little bit closer, um, but it, it presents itself very well and ties itself in very well with the show um as uh, as a sort of a strategy game it's taken the very odd stance of 
each turn you can only move one character. Oh, so that's you, weird. Yeah, so you cannot move your entire kind of five-man squad about, and then the enemy have a go, and then you have a go with everyone. You move one person, or you, 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 you use a movement point, you then use an action point. So you can move, you can fire, or you yeah. can move, and you can kind of recover a little bit. Um, and there's various different um, classes and um, abilities and things associated with those. But do, do the enemies can all... No, yeah, so I'm assuming uh, there's multiple so they, enemies on the, screen. Do they? There are multiple enemies on screen, well. but again, yeah, yes. So it, it's basically, you know, you've got say your five guys and their five mm-hmm. guys, and you move one, and they move one, and then you might yeah. move someone else, and they might move the oh, same so guy or move someone else. So it's very much chess, you know, one piece at a time. Yeah. It is. It is very much, um, and I'm not sure how I like it. I'm not sure mm. what it gives me more than just that standard um, kind of squad strategy um, formula it's 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 a lot it's a bit harder to kind of set up um, you know um, sort of traps for enemies and things you know you can't sort of have a lot of crossfire and things because actually you've only got one guy here and then he kind of has to fire or he's going to be fired upon by someone else right um, yeah. there's uh, kind of a little bit around different characters can move a little bit more than other ones so you can kind of start to flank and dependent on kind of the characters that you're using it makes you definitely strategize more than you or me at least strategize more than i would be if it was just a, a squad based game and i could kind of move everyone up sort of equally and just keep kind of moving through a, a level or across a level or something uh, with just like a, a wall of fire essentially yeah. um, taking everyone down uh, it does make you think a little bit more about who you want what you want to do whether you move in someone that's got like a grenade launcher who only gets one shot and then on his next turn you've got to reload or oh, use someone else and, and those sorts of things so it does it does really make you kind of strategize around that which is which is good for a, for a strategy game it just feels quite slow yeah. It, it, it makes the action would, yeah. slow down. I could understand if maybe they'd said um, two characters uh, could move something, you know, something that that's not sort of everybody and is a little bit more yeah. limiting. But it just it just feels a little bit slow at the moment. Mm. That's a weird design choice because if you're doing it for squad, then yeah, you it makes sense. Like even inside and outside the game world, for them to like coordinate with each other yeah, it's not absolutely. like um yeah. i don't know like hitman go or that john wick hex game where it's like okay this is one dude taking down a whole army mm. this is like yeah yeah as a squad based tactics game you'd expect multiple characters move at the same time so that's it's well, weird it's, it's interesting like you, I guess you it has to it set itself kind apart. of like D or something where everyone sort of takes their turn and but there's like Attacks of opportunity or whatever that happen immediately. So the idea is around, like, you sequentially do things and there'll be after effects. But then you, like, that seems like a better way of doing that. Like, I do one, I move one of my guys, they move one of their guys until we all exhaust our guys. Yeah. And only then. But it seems really weird to be like, I'll just use this guy four times in a row. Yeah. Whether there could be a, um, like, a movement phase. And then an action phase, so everyone, everyone can, every 
the person can move. You move one, they move one, you move one, they move yep. one, you move one, they move one, you move one, they move one. Then, uh, uh, then an action phase, either, either firing or supporting or, or something like that. But um, I, I can't remember what, what game it is, but I seem to remember, and it might be um, Final Fantasy Type Zero, where it's like the, the, the mercenary kids that go out. But along the bottom of the, the screen, you had their sort of faces, and it's all based on your initiative. Yeah. And basically, everyone kind of lies up, you know, highest initiative is the person that's going to go first, and then everyone kind of comes behind that. And if someone has high enough initiative, they might, you know, go and then appear halfway through yeah. because they're Octopath that much better, that. you know, mm. that that kind of thing. And I can understand that, but that would require a much deeper sort of system. Um, and uh, with the with the sort of the classes that they have in this, it's kind of the, the only difference really is uh, a weapon, hit points, and then a couple of the sort of abilities and, and, and um, movement distances. So they're kind of they're quite light. Um, they're they're different enough that some of them hit a little bit harder and, and things like that. And it, it makes you think about who you want to position where. And you know, if you've got someone who's got a rifle, he can he's got better accuracy, sort of mid to long range, than the guy right. with a pistol. So you can kind of stack people up based on kind of what their their loadouts are and things. Um, but it, again, it's something that maybe doesn't quite do this as well as as other games you know um mm -hmm. massive chalice which was very heavy into its kind of its classes and how you could um you know marry Make people off and their and kids could have hybrid classes and things that's a very very clever system uh, and that just isn't quite there with this um so it's it's a little bit it's a little bit light um but it's doing enough that it's holding me for the moment yeah. Um, that I want to, to continue on and keep going with it. Um, you've just got to have a bit of time to invest in it because it's slow and you're moving one character at a time. Something that feels like it should only take, you know, a, a map or a mission that should only take 10 minutes is taking me maybe 20, 25 minutes. So it's Oof. a little bit more of a time sink. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. So, the, you know, I've played, I think, four rounds now so um i played one yesterday i played one first thing this morning when i came out to the the garage i played one at lunch and i played one just before we started recording uh and all of them are around sort of 20 to, to 30 minutes long um and it, it's got a um like an overworld sort of map of columbia and you kind of you have to do a couple of different missions which then will unlock sort of something that's a little bit bigger you know like a main mission with some harder or more enemies and things like that that you might be taking down kind of a named sort of uh, character um right. so it, it's got a little bit of a uh, of the story sort of to it as well and, and follows the the netflix show a little bit through what you're what you're doing um are the enemies the the named enemies are they like just spongy or like take more hits or have so the ones so far, or... they've um, they seem to be a little bit better than the other guys. I don't know whether it's just because I my my squad are sort of low level characters that you know they miss more often than not, or they seem to miss more often than not, and the enemies don't. The enemies seem to be really good and they have high accuracy every single time they they fire. Um, but yeah, the the sort of the elite um, the or the targets that you have to kill to sort of pass the. Um, past the mission um 
do have a little bit more life. They're normally at the back of the map, away from sort of your deployment area. So you've kind of got to get through everyone anyway. And I, I don't know yet whether it would um, just allow me to not kill anyone. You know, if I moved through the map, just got to them and just killed them, whether it would allow me to do that and not kill anyone else because it's the way that the maps right. have sort of laid out. I've killed everyone anyway by the time I've got to that um, to that person. So yeah, and it's a, right. another interesting point. My final point, because I, you know, there's there's more to talk about with this game. I think as it as it goes through, um, so I'm playing through as the DEA. You can also play through as the cartel. Oh. So there is another submission. So once you've done the first, I think it was the first three missions, it then opens up a second kind of story playthrough. Where I think you you can play through as the the cartel, but um, they do not call. What's his face? His name in the game. He's he's just known as El Patron, through the Pablo. Uh, yeah Pablo. They don't they don't. I don't know whether that's a rights thing or possibly <laughs> they're not allowed to say it's him anymore. I I don't know, and I don't know with the Netflix show because I didn't watch the third season, and I know there's a fourth one coming out as well. I don't know whether that's happened in that as well. Perhaps uh, you know, first season they very very much use his name everywhere. Right. So, yeah, don't know, don't know. But I'll report back at some um, point. It's review roundup time, folks. <laughs> uh, I just so I mean, there's like th- three reviews on. Yeah, it uh, came Steam. out. So again, we're recording Tuesday. It came out today. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, with 1.3 hours on record. Aphrodite says, was kind of hyped for the game with the setting of the genre and third-person shooting, but it's all kind of lame. Yeah. You can only move one unit in a round, and you can run and fire. The AI is fine, completely suicidal, but fine. they rather get a sh- shot in than run and heal, but most units are stationary. Because you can only use one unit per round instead of all your units. Right, but... Wow, that's really poorly written. They would rather get a shot in than Steam. No. run and heal. Uh, like but most units are stationary Steam. because you can only use one unit per round instead of all your units. Which for me led to soloing the mission with one unit and maybe switch to another unit that was nearby the objective. Yeah, so yeah I, guess you I can, can, I can see that being very easy person. To, to do. Yeah. Uh, and the second one... Shadow Von Hayes. I played the first few levels of this game, and it feels like the game wants to be XCOM, but fails at it. Enemies are really dumb or OP with little variation between them. Being able to only use one character makes you almost want to only bring two or three troops, so you don't have five or six injured men at the end of every mission. Mm. Yeah, I mean, point. it sounds kind of like what you were describing. Again, neither of them played more than two hours combined basically yeah i think so, I've got a bit more than that yeah it was like so grain of salt uh, so hopefully some variation comes down the pipe um i'd hope so yeah absolutely and it'd be interesting to see what variation there is if i play the um the cartel sort of side right. or whether it is just a palette swap essentially you know five yeah. or four or five different classes and it all plays exactly the same all you're getting mm-hmm. is just a different story as you go through basically so we will see adult you yes got beer. i do it's another one from the robinson's brewery ah is it the is it an i made a beer it's not ah, mojo. It's the mojo 
Yep. Mojo has a little cartoon of a stick man at the Lost and Found and says, Describe this mojo of yours. I haven't seen it for a while. It's a bit straw-colored and tastes tropical-y. It's good. It's very good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is a 5.5% ale. Ale. Um, And that is... Okay, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm looking. I was looking for f- flavor text or anything, and it there's literally just a line that says, "There's not just papaya in here." <laughs> uh, Good to know. Yeah, it's going to resolve. Not, not quite. A bit too small for me to yeah. me yeah. to say. It's also not focusing. So, is it going to just? Is yeah. that is that sort of what people have said it tastes like? I suppose just a, a papaya oh, juice. Honestly, don't know. Um, but let us see. Again, the same with the uh, with the beardo. Another one I've had, I think, years ago. You know, back when we first started doing this um, mm. and trying out sort of the, the different beers in the local supermarkets that they, they they had on. I'm pretty sure Morrison's had this one in as well, which kind of makes sense with it coming from the same brewery as as beardo. Oh wow. That is what? That is tropical. Sweet Just papaya? Tropical. Uh, <laughs> I, it kind of does smell like papaya, but I feel like that label uh, may have primed me for that. Mm. I mean, it's also been a while since I've had papaya. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just like this sweet ish, tropical, really smooth, light nose, doesn't linger. Almost smells like tropical fruit candy, just a little bit. Mm. Like it's a feel. The, the smell is a bit artificial tropical. This is a very odd beard. <laughs> okay. Um. Why Break are the ingredients down. not in English? Um, <laughs> what language are they in? Uh, spell papaya, fine. Contains multiple. Contiene molto dorso e frum. Italian? Oh, no, I see. No, it's literally just a bunch of different languages saying <laughs> barley and wheat. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am very good at lear- reading things. Um, It's. What a strange beer. <laughs> Try it again. Hmm. It does taste like it smells. Right, papaya. A little papaya, a little <laughs> tropically, um, and sweet. Um, leaves the mouth a little. No, kind of wet. Doesn't make me want to grab a thing. No lingering bitterness at all. It's quite a pale, pale ale. Oh, I didn't actually show you guys. It looks like mm. the last beer, but less it bubbly. Does. Yeah. Uh, thicker head. Almost exactly the same color. Yeah, but the other one had a, like I said, a... So there's a bit of more viscosity in this one. It grabs the tongue a little more. I can feel that. Um, mm. And again, it finishes a little sweet. What? Mm. It's, maybe it's my palate today. Um, 
I don't know how to describe it except that it tastes like it smells. And <laughs> except for like a light sort of a light hoppiness um, in the finish, it kind of mm. doesn't have a lot of beer markers. Mm. I'm going to say like fruit punch, but it just uh, everything's so light and fades yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair. We'll return to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Let, let, uh, my, Lucy. let my tongue get um, used to the yeah. strangeness. Acclimated. Yeah. Mm. So, Lucy, now you're with us. Mm. Hello. How are you? I'm not bad. I have played some games. Yeah. Oh. Some games. Woo. Nice. Back on the game train. I finished that goose game. I, I, <laughs> I grew to like it a bit more. I yeah. enjoyed solving the puzzles because I think last time I spoke about it, I was like, eh. I'm I'm more interested in just doing the actions rather than figuring out the puzzles. Well, that changed after I got through like about the first half of the game. The second half mm. was good. Like I'm, the pub I still area really and stuff up. like that. I'm halfway through the pub. Yeah, oh, the pub's pretty much like one of the last ones. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're then into the, um, the the final stretch. Yeah, and on the final final bit after that, mm. yeah. Yeah, and the, the end really made me laugh because. Um, yeah, stealing the pipe was pretty hard because I kept dropping it before I could drop it in the canal. Um, but yeah, it's really charming. Um, nice, nice short game. Didn't overstay mm. its welcome. I, I uh, started doing some of the like plus challenges afterwards, oh, yeah. and then I was like, I did a few, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Let's leave it there. I don't want to roll these nine <laughs> cabbages into the pond. I cannot be bothered with that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, a really charming, sweet game. I'm glad uh, they were so successful with it. So mm. that's that done, ticked off the list. Um, I finished E Shade. Uh, I mm. kept on getting more and more enamored with that game the more it went on. Uh, yeah. It's a shame that it just wasn't well optimized for like console. Like there was a lot of hitching and frame rate drops mm. and texture popping and stuff like that but um just wait until it even... comes out on stadia yeah why not <laughs> that I, whole thing i know they um <laughs> they held back the playstation version i think is that still um, not um, out or is no it... yeah i think it is i think it came out a week okay. a week afterwards mm. um, but i don't know what that was about whether it's um certification Probably, or yeah. whether it was Lo- an, yeah. an optimization sort of issue perhaps but yeah i don't know yeah it's, I mean, if there's a patch release for it um, down the road, which I imagine there will be, mm. um, I think I did see them tweet out that they're going to patch it. Um, uh, I think the devs, Eshade Studios, I can't yeah. remember the publisher was, Ben. Um, they sent us over a code. I'm very grateful they did, for that. They um, did, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, the publisher is Eastshade Studios. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got um, it through uh, Charlie Lebrun, who is now her own company, and I can't remember okay. the name of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you out there on the uh, publisher side, because yeah, it's it's a game that I really you know fell in love with. It's like it's, there's nothing else like it. The closest thing I could like describe it as is just all the calm moments in like Skyrim, like just not having to do all the rubbish where you're just fighting and shouting at dragons <laughs> which is I, bet, I wonder I want to know what the percentage of people who actually play Skyrim actually 
like do, do the, the main quest line, yeah, because that's pretty much like what I did. But so this was more like, um, yeah, just the quiet moments in Skyrim, like stealing cheese wheels and stuff like that. Just going <laughs> on like simple quests, you know, you know, digging into like the lives of all these weird anthropomorphic creatures in this like really nice looking country medieval mm. like landscape um and yeah just like just doing like menial tasks for them and i mean the reason why you're there on this e-shade island in the first place um if you've played like the because i played the prologue leaving lindau and that gives some preamble to it but basically you're going there to fulfill your uh dying mother's wish uh to go and paint these um these certain things on this island like oh i want to see like the she wants a painting of like the from the highest peak on the um on the island and stuff like that and that's your that's the reason you're there but on the way like you know you meet the townsfolk you start doing things for other people doing favors you know um and, and that then opens up um because not all the island is accessible from the start um so doing favors for people opens up um the wider island and then um you can eventually fulfill your mother's wish and it's just it, it's it's so calming and peaceful and it's like there's there's nothing in there's no combat there's nothing in the way of like you know causing stress or like nothing arduous or strenuous in terms of gameplay you're just literally mm. walking around this island and i think ben you'd really like it because yeah. in terms of because because the central theme is like painting and you always have your easel and you can just prop up the easel and it's like okay i want to take it's basically photo mode i want right. to draw this and you basically uh oh, lining up the shot and it does it for you automatically um there's nothing no painting like concrete genie or something like that yeah um right. And what I wish I had noticed, like, earlier on in the game, is that um, you have all these different brews, and it's like, well, what do all these, like, different teas do? And what it does is it, when you drink one of them, it changes, like, the, like, the saturation of, like, the, of the world, and it's like, and I was like, what, what the hell do these brews do? Does it have any, like, status effect on me? What does it do? And then it was only towards the end of the game it was like, oh. To change the painting? Yeah, it's like to make prettier <laughs> paintings. And I was like, I, like the I idea wish that I knew that. <laughs> as a painter, you can literally only Xerox the world. So you just do a lot of drugs <laughs> yeah. to get different effects. That's, yeah. that's... <laughs> But I think Ben would be like, oh yeah, I know what this is for. If you're keen eye for the uh, photography there. Um, I think deal, you'd like it as well. Uh, yeah, it's on my sense. it's on my wish list. I, I think it's, it's mm. the type of game that I think I'm looking for, which is not too strenuous. Like yeah. get me back in it, back on the horse. Yeah, and that's pretty much what got me back on the uh, horse as well. Because it's like, yeah, it's just chilled out. It's like, and and it's all it was always rewarding. Like, oh, I've I've done this quest line. It is like sort of like mm, traditional adventure game mission. Like, it is just. You know, mainly fetch quests, but it opens up so much in the game. It's like, oh, I can do this now. Oh, I can fish, or I can cycle, or I can cook magic mushrooms in the uh, in the forest, or something like that. So it's like it's always opening things up, and it was right. always a treat to go back. It's like, oh, I can do this quest line now. I can do this quest line. Like doing one thing always opens up, you know, several other things. So that was cool. 
Mm. I really like East Shade. It's there's nothing else like it, so I can't really compare it to anything else. But it, it's it's just a chill out game that I just really really enjoyed. I just yeah, wish no, it just ran a nice experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need some one of those now and then. Yeah, enough with all this killing and hacking and slashing. Sometimes you just need to bring some bloom sacks to a bear and make a raft. Nice. <laughs> um. And other than that, yes, I well, finished Hold on, Luigi's. I gotta do a review Ooh. roundup on this Ooh. one. Oh yes, let's do the review roundup. Looking forward <laughs> to this one. Uh, for some reason, my Steam client isn't giving names anymore. Or maybe they were anonymous? No. But um, I'm a painter. Didn't like this. It's silly. Like, for children. I don't share the dev's view of what painting is or what being a painter is. With this technology and production, this could be very better. Very better. <laughs> very better. <laughs> you, sir, are an artist, uh, but you're yeah. not a scholar, are you? Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then this one from La Sombra Demon. Mm. No Spanish support and bad, fast subtitles and dialogues ruin this entirely. A Brazilian yeah, languages, but no Spanish? Cool. Come on. <laughs> It's all voice acted, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for mm. for a, uh, a, small, a smaller budget. Yeah, it's, it's, you can tell this was made on such a small budget, but it's mm. like it, the amount they packed into it, you could tell it was like a real labor of love. Um, all these different things that you can do, and all the different mechanics there is, and it's just something that seems like oh, this should just be a walking simulator. It's like oh, you just you know, picking up items and interacting with it, like in, like, Gone Home or something like that, but it's like, no, you can do more stuff, you can, as I say, you can cook brews in the forest and sell tents it, and it, stuff. It like does that. have um, it, it, little reminders of things like, everybody's gone to the rapture, and, and just mm. because of, how, you know, how kind of English countryside kind of that was, and the idea about looking out over sort of, like, the landscape and, and things like that. Um, but obviously it gives you a little bit more to do than, than something like um, Everybody's Gone to the Rupture, which yeah. is go here, watch this mystical scene, past scene sort of play out, and then kind of mm-hmm. move on through the story. Yeah, because even though all these like different mechanics are in service of moving the... Not so much plot, but like getting to your final goal of just you know getting all these paintings... Um, and you probably won't use them much outside of like the quest lines. It's still impressive that they were ma- able to do like you know that much, um, especially given yeah the size of the team. And I think this is probably like the scope where it's like probably feature group, and they're like, let's do this, let's do that, and it's actually worked out in its favour because it's like yeah, this is more varied than just your typical walking simulator. Yeah. Or. or, or adventure game like I don't know Telltale or Life is Strange or something like that so it's cool nice very good, mm. good. Uh, but, uh, but yeah the reviews overall are very positive for this game yeah I think mm. the, only, the, the biggest actual complaints are that even the mm. PC version is super buggy I didn't run into <laughs> I think I that's mean, the... what it is about the game like this because I did get like strong Skyrim vibes and it's like I just it, it is like it does look like it's like one like mishap away of just like getting a completely game breaking bug that you can't get over. So it's like when everything worked as well, that was just even more rewarding because it's like it looks like it's just about to 
fall apart at the seams, possibly. <laughs> um, and and that was, you know, that feeling was because of, like, yeah, you know, the texture popping and running at uh, low frame rates and stuff like that. And just just the nature of the game, you can tell it's not a high-budget game. So the fact that when it's mm. like, oh, I didn't get any game-breaking bugs, this is fantastic. Yeah. You know, but it's obviously one of those where it's like, let me save pretty often just right. in case. Yeah. So you never know. But yeah, I think that's all part of its charm. I understand what people talk about with the Fallout charm, even though it's all broken and buggy. But if you like it, then you're willing to put up with those things. But fortunately, I didn't run into like hardly any bugs on the Good. Xbox platform. Yeah, and as, as you say, Lucy, I think uh, occasionally if you're... Um if it's sort of like a genre or a, a theme that you kind of like, you know, whether it's sort of uh, sci-fi or with, with East Shade, it's kind of more of the, you know, real world sort of landscapes and things. Whether it's that kind of aesthetic and theme or genre that you kind of like, I think you're maybe a little bit more forgiving as well if yeah. something kind of just, you know, if there is a little bit of sort of texture popping or, or mm. things like that. So Yeah. And it's a shame because this is where that this game would, not the prettiest it's not red dead this is where it would excel the best if it was like it ran well and it's like you could just display all those like beautiful colors and stuff mm. like that um first time round instead of 30 seconds in when the texture's popping yeah and I, <laughs> I, I i found something sort of similar with uh with dragon um which mm. i played sort of uh, a few months ago that my my pc just could not keep up with the um you know at at even high textures. I think I played mm. it on on medium settings, mm. and it did look all right, but it did lose a little bit. You know, shadows weren't quite as good. The textures right. weren't quite as crisp. Um, but it was a much more pleasant experience yeah. uh, to to play rather than it being, uh, you know, jumpy and the frame rates not sort of being able to keep up or on my machine with what was trying to load in essentially. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's. I think we're getting to that point as well where things kind of have to be a little bit more kind of optimized Optimi down yeah, definitely. for everything yeah. to get to, to, to for it to run sort of as, as well as I suppose people want so yeah and I mean like add just add basic you know menu options in your game you know like so many of these games are coming from PC to console and mm. they it's like just add some of these basic features because at first like um I was like, am I going to be able to play this game because of my motion sickness? But right. fortunately, it's a very slow-paced game anyway. But it's like, the, the when I go into the menus, it's just, it's just very bare bones. There's like not many options. So I think this is only to change like your um, like the stick speed. Um, I don't, I don't think there was like any field of view settings or reticle mm. options or anything like that, which. It's like, add these to your game, you know? I, I'm not even talking about it for myself. It's just like, you know, people struggle with these things or, like, make the text yeah. bigger or stuff like that. It's like, just simple. It's probably not simple, but it, it, there should be a case that it's like you should prioritise these things. Prior to shipping, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, anyway, Luigi's Mansion 3. It's <laughs> a very good game. <laughs> it's an excellent game. One of the best games I've played this year. It's very good. Did you? Because it only came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, on Halloween. Yes. Uh, yeah. Have like you been? Have you been kind ago? of? 
picking it up and putting down and going back to it, or um, have you have you just smashed it out as your you know not in one sitting yeah. as such, but have you just sort of played that game from start to finish? Yeah, pretty much over the course of a week, mm. I think. Yeah, about the about about the span of a week, I think. And yeah, it's it's one of those that you don't really want to stop, but you know. Just life gets in the way. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I probably played it over the course of like four sittings or something like that. Um, there's 15 floors in this hotel called the Last Resort. Um, so yeah, it's it's like you're basically all, all the elevator buttons are missing, and you're having to um, go on you know each and every floor and find the missing elevator button, and then you progress onto the next floor. So it's very clear. Like level of progression, um, mm. the levels never overstayed their welcome. There's a bit of backtracking, but that could sometimes get annoying. But at the same time, it was like when I was backtracking, I could pick up like the extra secrets, um, the secret gems. There's like six per floor, so I got all of those. Um, so I hundred percent of the game. Are they, they just collectibles, or do they have yeah, any they're like? Just, they're, nah, they're just collectibles. No gameplay. Um, no, no gameplay value of such. Um, but it's much better than uh, Dark Moon, the 3DS one, in terms of backtracking. Because if you wanted to collect all the collectibles on like Dark Moon, you'd pretty much have to go through like the same. You've like basically the the campaign for that like hotel again. It's like uh. you couldn't just like oh, okay, I need to go to this room because that's where the missing gem is. Let me just go there. It's like no, I have to do the whole thing again. Jeez. Yeah, so didn't 100% that one, that's for sure. Because <laughs> uh, that was backtracking to the nth degree. And Dark Moon was just way too long as well. Um, I think uh, Luigi Mansion 3 had a nice run time. Probably, I think I think I, it said my completion was 20 hours. Okay. Um, and that is a lot in part because... I was like looking for at every nook and cranny. Like, mm. there's so much. I mean, you can collect it. There's so much money in this hotel. You just suck it all up with your Hoover, and it's <laughs> like all these coins and these uh, dollar bills. And it's like, even though you don't need the money at a certain point, because with the money you can then purchase like extra lives, or you can mm. um, get on your map like where the gems are hidden. Um, it'll show you which room the gems hidden in. Um, you're left with surplus cash. You don't need yeah. all that cash, but nonetheless, it was just still fun. Like, um, just going to find like, oh, let me try and interact with this, or, or right. let me go to this corner. Let me sort this up with the Hoover. And it's like, did you play Mario Odyssey? Uh, a deal. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So you might know in that game, it's like you're just willing to try things. It's like, oh, let me go over here. The developers couldn't possibly think I would go over here, and then it's mm -hmm. like, oh no! But they put like yeah. seven hidden coins in this place. So even though you're not getting like a star or something like that, or in this case, you know, you're being um, a gem, you're still being rewarded. Yeah, yeah just for your curiosity and explanation, exploration, and that, you know, Luigi's Mansion does that as well, which is really, really, good. really, really nice. good. Yeah. Um, what else? Is it, That's so, pretty much it. Yeah, it's, it's just it, an excellent game. It's the best in the series. Did you did you ever find any of it um, difficult, or is it sort of a pretty <sighs> kind of simple 
it's it's uh, very experience. simple. It's very slow paced. Um, the hardest thing that I found with it is actually grasping the controls because um, really? they sort of have like this uh, as default like these sort of tanky controls oh. um, where it's very hard to because you've got your Hoover and you you want to turn in like three hundred and three hundred and sixty degrees motion because it is you know it's a three D game. Um, yeah. Well, it's seen from like a 2D, uh, you know, you're perspective, in 3D but, space, you, but, but you're, you're in a 3D a, space. Uh, yeah. Um, it's like little dioramas. You, you're still working in like a 3D space. Um, so that was, you know, I was like, I can't get used to this. And then I eventually changed it to use like motion controls. So aiming Wait, up what? with the hoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I know. I know. Going? I think I, <laughs> but it's like no, no beer, and <laughs> yeah. I willingly changed to motion controls. Uh, I just couldn't wrap my head around those controls. I think if I gave it maybe like extra half an hour, forty-five minutes, um, I might have got used to the default controls. But I was struggling so much, I was like, I got to change something. And then I found the motion controls much, much easier to get a grasp on. Um, do, do they? So, um... Do they default to non-motion or? Did yeah, you... it defaults to non-motion. Um, That's so not Nintendo. I'm surprised. I know, or maybe I've just got it as a default setting on the hardware. It's like, do not Always give me motion control. Knows better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like no motion controls under any circumstance. But yeah, it it does take some time to get used to, but then it's just like second nature after a while. So that was okay. So. Because I was like, I was really bad with it at the first, but it was fine. And the combat's expanded, where it's like you're not just sucking up ghosts and then just, you know, trying to drag them, um, hold them down. You you can slam them as well onto other ghosts and um, do like combos and stuff like that. And mm. Gooigi's a good addition. That jelly boy. Yeah, I was gonna ask how how mm. you like the notion of Gooigi. <laughs> the notion. I like Gooigi. I think Gooigi's top tier Nintendo character. <laughs> He's got personality. Like, like He's got more personality s- than Mario, to be honest. Are you gonna uh, start trending awful. the hashtag? Put like put Gooigi, Gooigi in Smash, you cowards. <laughs> he should be already. <laughs> Gooigi or, or like should be Gooigi in every Gooigi game. Kart? <laughs> Where, where he just has a special ability where he's he, really just, good. Can, he just gets oil slicks for free because he just drops parts he's re- of himself. He's always, he's always up for the challenge. He's always got a smile on his face. He's he, he's that upbeat person, you know? Because he, he's like the yin and yang to like Luigi, who's always afraid. Luigi is fearless. He can die in like a, you know, a puddle of water or if a little flame gets on him, but he'll still keep going, Luigi. Goijic's cool, man. Best addition to the it. game. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seems neat. Uh, he, he is really neat. So, <laughs> so do you hit a button to switch between them? Um, you press down on the right trigger, and then he just slips out of your backpack. Just but then, but can you control Luigi while you have Goijic out, or do you need to? Put um, away? you can only control one of them at a time. So when you're in control of one. The other just like slumps, like like they're just. It's it's quite disturbing um, when you really is, think is about Luigi it. Is Luigi part of Luigi? 
They oh, share the Uber, same consciousness. Oh. <laughs> oh. So when you're controlling oh, one, this? yeah. It's messed up when you think about it. It's the fact that he just slumps and he looks like, I don't know, a clicker. But you can have Gooigi out and switch back to Luigi? Yeah, yeah, you can have them both yeah. out at the same time. And, um... And then, like, if you want to do a combo move or something like that, you set one up, um, and then you do the action button, and then you switch over to the other, and then they'll automatically uh, both do the action. Oh, without being neat. in control of one. Yeah, it's 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 a really good additional mechanic, and it it, it it's pretty much the same formula as like the other games, but it, it mm. switches enough up. It's it's um it, it's a good example of a sequel. It's like you're not changing the formula too much, but you're making small but necessary changes to make it feel fresh. So and nice. The, Do you? Yeah. I, I, I was going to ask mm. with the sort of Nintendo 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 <laughs> games that you played. Yeah. I know that you really enjoyed um, Captain Ooh. Toad's Treasure Tracker. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, mm. Is this sort of that kind of? level of quality and level of uh, th- of enjoyment for yeah, you? Yeah, I, I think it's my favourite exclusive, well, Nintendo made first party Switch game to be honest. Nice. Wow. I preferred it more than Breath of the Wild and, and Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey yeah, m- much more than Odyssey because Odyssey's like, it's great it's so polished but it it feels like it lacks the heart that Luigi's Mansion does. Mm. Mario Odyssey just it does have a lot of heart, but at the same time, it just feels like, oh, how can we get you with all these nostalgia triggers? And it's very, yeah. It seems there's just like a bit of like corporateness to it. Though. It's mm. just a bit weird. Maybe it's too polished. Even though Luigi's Mansion is a very polished game, it's like there's no issues, no bugs, no hitches, no nothing like that. It's it runs perfectly, basically. But just this seems to have more heart. I mean, I love mm. Box Boy and Box Girl, but we've had several of those. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Yoshi, I, I like it more than Yoshi. Yeah, I think this is my favourite Switch exclusive. No, I'm It'll impressive. Definitely I might be have to bump it up on 10. my uh, list. Yes. Although that I haven't played one to Switch. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What about Arms? Did you play Arms? No, I played the demo. Um. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, this and Splatoon two, very yeah. much up there. Oh yeah, Splatoon. I mm. just didn't get. I don't get Splatoon. <laughs> you don't get <laughs> it. It's a shooter with squid people. Yeah, but it's on a <laughs> handhold with not a mouse and keyboard, so I can't shoot well. Oh, I'm terrible at it, but <laughs> it's still a great game. <laughs> uh... Get that splat roller. What about Link's Awakening? That was just okay. Yeah? It was a... Okay. I mean, uh, it I ran like crap. It. it was very yeah. much old school Zelda. It was, some of the things were just obtuse. It was it was charming art style. And, you know, one of those dungeons was just terrible. Um, oh, now I know. It was just a Zelda game. It, I think it was the seventh yeah. one. I think it was a seventh, oh, six or seventh dungeon. It was just bad. But next um, time I'm back in Canada, I think I'm going to find batteries for the Game Boy and play OG Link's Awakening on the OG Game Boy, and then yeah. I'll be like, "Oh my god, 
why can you only have two things equipped at a time? <laughs> this is the most insane game design I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, this, why not? I mean, you you lot, I don't know if you lot saw me posting the game of the year nominations yeah. in chat. It's, it's not been mm. a great year, has it? <laughs> it's like you might as well go back. There's nothing to play. I mean, given that it? I didn't play much, mm. uh, you're not missing okay. out much, to be honest. That, you're not of, missing on like all a. The years. Yeah. You're not missing out on a God of War or Red Dead or Oh, Obradim. Um, wait a minute. Is you do Apo? own the Outer Wilds, though. Oh fuck yeah! And you give me the Outer Wilds or Worlds? Genie, whatever it's called. Come I hate how they. I'm just gonna call one Fallout. Outer Worlds. New. I don't own Sagav. Fallout New Sagav. Yeah. And um. <laughs> The Outer Wilds. <laughs> I'm just yes. going to stick Obsidian's Kerbal new Kerbal Space Program 2 yeah. and uh, <laughs> Fallout New Sagav. I would like to play Outer Wilds as well. I've heard really good things. I want to yeah, play so. that. I'm pro- um, I'd am i like to try the Outer Worlds, but everyone says I don't, I don't think it's for me. So I'd li- I really want to play the Outer Wilds before the end of the year. Mm. What were the other nominations? Control. I'm playing that now. Control. Yeah, Death I would Stranding. like to try... Control, I'm never going to play like Death Stranding. I'd like to play Control as well. That's that's one I'm yeah. uh, that I think Control it's, it's cool. um, is the one I've definitely missed this year. I think Sekiro's yeah. on there as well. Yeah, I'm never going to play that. And Super Smash as well. Never going to play that. What? If, wait, 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 Lucy. What mm. if Guigi was in the Smash? Never going to play it. <laughs> I'll tell you that from there. But then, but then Smash would have heart. <laughs> Because that came out in December last year, so it missed the cut-off for yeah, it must, last yeah. year, wasn't it? Yeah, so. You know what? Just let Smash win. Screw it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. As long the as headlines write themselves. Smash yeah. Smash's yeah. award show. What else was nominated? Was it just those? I think it was just those, yeah. Death Stranding, Control, Control Resident Death Evil Stranding. 2. Oh, Resi 2, yeah. That That's the winner. Sekiro, Outer Worlds, and Smash, yeah. Cool. Yep. Six. Yeah. If Resident Evil Two doesn't win, I'm rooting for Control. My my biggest um, complaint It'd is somehow Apex didn't get played. a music nom. Oh yeah, the what, other didn't? categories. Apex didn't get a music. Nomination. Oh really? Yeah. To be fair, these awards are stupid. <laughs> 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 like, I, I don't want to. Crap all over Jeff Keighley, but I think the BAFTAs are a much better yardstick. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be snobbish, but the BAFTAs are a better gauge for me. Is this is this the Game Awards or Golden Joysticks? Game, Game Awards. Awards. I, Game think, Awards. I think Resident Evil Two won the Golden Joysticks. Believe, because yeah, because that's nowish, isn't it? Or last Go- week, maybe. Golden or Sticks this week? was last week. Last week, right? Yeah, sort of press release. I'm sure Resident Evil Two won the Game of the Year for that. Oh, we're so up on our gaming news, aren't we? Yeah, really? yeah about we, old we are tech th- and moaning mm. about it, and we don't even know when the awards. We are, are. the best at this. Thing. You know what? <laughs> I wouldn't mind any of those games winning, except for Death Stranding. Just what I've heard about it. I've not played <laughs> Death Stranding. But I don't know how that could ever win. 
Jeff Keighley um, is the host. <laughs> what, he's just going to fix it? <laughs> For his good old mate, Kajima. There, there, are, there, are, there are some memes where he just... It, it's Jeff Keighley's face, and then yeah. he opens a, a you know, the, the, it's looking <laughs> down at the card that he's opened, and it says a name of a game, yeah. and he just says Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> because, isn't it, because he, because, because hmm, doesn't he open it to, for, like, different, his mates, like, you know, not his mates, but, like, industry people say, okay, it's down to you to do the nominations or is it no the nominations are already done he's just getting the critics to vote for which one oh, i'm not sure it might be both right because i'm, I'm wondering how fact. death stranding got on game of the year i know i'm um, generally <laughs> wondering i know not that it's uh, a bad game or whatever i don't know about it but to be up there like, like I've heard universal praise for the Outer Worlds, and Sekiro, yeah. and yeah. Smash, and Control for the most part, and Resident Evil Two. Death Stranding seems kind of mixed. Oh, so nominees for the most categ- for most categories of the Game Awards are chosen by an international jury of over eighty global media and influencer okay. outlets, selected right. for their history of critical evaluation of video games. That's fair. And you, and you can go to the GameAwards.com and look at the actual list. Yeah, that's, no, 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 that's fair. So because, they, so yeah, they do because a lot of critics did vote unranked ballot, highly, but oh, unranked. Because I'm because I'm really wondering how Fire Emblem didn't get on the that's. Not there, because nobody dislikes Fire Emblem. I honestly <laughs> thought that would be Game of the Year. Really? Yeah, you're right. I don't. Yeah. I can't think of a single bad review. I, no, it's a it's a game that I was like, it, I still haven't finished Octopath. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get uh, another epic yeah. game on the Switch that I'm but, not going to finish. But like everyone I've heard, like so many people say, yeah, Fire Emblem's my game with a year as soon as they finished it they started a new saving this is like a 100 hour rpg yeah so i'm just wondering how did that not make even like over oh, control i haven't finished control or anything like that but like really mm. don't know don't really? know and <laughs> i suppose it might this is this is part of it as well isn't it? it there may be you know they go to ign and say hey we're looking for some people to to, to put forward the nominations for, mm. for game of the years and, and ign I would imagine for their own kind of game of the year um, stuff, they will all sit around together. Whereas for this, they might say, "Oh, can you know you two go off and and you you can put forward yeah. these things." Okay, and, you know, yeah. Then it very much comes down to, to to personal choice, doesn't it? Of who has been has been put in. I I'd have just thought like, yes, it's you know, these are the people ultimately voting. You get the you know biggest weight on the vote the critics and stuff like that but surely fire emblem should be on there yeah like glaring omission i don't know did game awards do um platform specific ones so will they have you know five uh, playstation games up for best playstation no. game five xbox games up for that and stuff I, they might have way back in the day but they don't know mm. no. Because the Xbox category would just be null, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> null and void. 
<laughs> well, they, they, it would, it would Halo the Master Chief collection. <laughs> Every year. I mean, here on they've, they've got like one, two, three... <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Three times eight plus five. Twenty-one, twenty-six. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Seven. Uh, yeah. None three of us can do eight, maths. Twenty-four plus five. 29. Oh, twenty-four. I thought it was twenty-one. Yeah, right. oh, twenty-nine. Well done. Well done. Then. <laughs> <laughs> one of okay. us can do the maths. Um, Fire Emblem might be in one of those. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm independent sure game. So the closest you have to a platform-specific thing is mobile game. Right. Mm. Oh, but there's one of the categories I just noticed is fresh indie game presented by Subway. <laughs> At least it's oh. not uh, the, the shtick razor or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> razor man. Yeah. A giant <laughs> fucking razor thing that dances with That was so Juma. bad. Agree, so Disco Elysium, my friend Pedro, yeah, Outer Wilds, Slay the Spire, cool. and Untitled Goose Game. Ooh, Those are the Subway be? Awards. It should be Disco Elysium, from what I've heard. I really want to play that game as Me too. well. Yeah, I, I want to play that, and it seems like this isn't. I've heard people like it to D and D, and it's like that's not me. Mm. Sounds cool though. Looks yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm, but I don't have thirty hours. <laughs> As we've been saying, yes. What, what other epic can I mean, we? Um, I will be employed come January, <gasps> end of January. So uh, I won't be uh, except for looking for a job and writing. I'm. I think I'm just gonna become just a streamer. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, fuck, shall we just fuck, be home? Fuck this philosophy thing. I'll get my PhD and then be Doctor Streamer. <laughs> nice. That's good. At least you. Why don't you be Doctor Respect? <laughs> All you need to grow your hair a little bit longer. Get the glasses. I was getting there. Yeah. You, Stare at away. public uh, restrooms. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, what a good place to finish this week. Is uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> it seems as seems as good a place as any. I don't. You've had two beers this evening. Um, which did you prefer? The one that didn't taste weird. <laughs> uh, I, 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 was, I was actually... So it, I, I looked... Oh, I think I might have closed it. Um, that's a shame. Okay. There's a review roundup for the Mojo beer. Because I was just like, what is this thing that I'm tasting? I'm going to look it up. This is from rightbeer.com. Flavor is lightly tropical. Some malt. Palate is watery with the vomit lingering. <laughs> Smells of vomit with hints of yeast and tropical fruit. Tastes like fruit juice, but bitter. I was like, the literally the top <laughs> result for this poor beer tasting notes is, so it doesn't, it, it doesn't taste like vomit. It doesn't smell like vomit, but there is something weird going on. And it's, it's a like little fermentation. It's not even that. It's just For like Esther's the, history. I think it's like the sickly <laughs> sweetness of um, combined with that sort of more papaya-y tropical taste, just gives us this weird. Uh, and and again, like there's almost no beer taste going on. Yeah. So it just mm. makes it's not what you're expecting. I can see how people just didn't yeah. like it. And just like what uh, am I drinking right now? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So 
against all odds, it's the um, session IPA that has no taste like an IPA because it tasted like a beer. It tastes it tastes like a reasonable session pale ale, um, the toast, and you're helping save the planet by reusing old bread or whatever. Um, yeah, that sounds all right. Although, now that I think about it, like I get the, the pun with thing? drinking and toast, but like you wouldn't be making beer out of toast. Mm. Well, once it someone to toasted the bread first, toast. and then they you know put you it in the beer. you definitely want untoasted toast. So they, yeah, they weren't going to they weren't going to call it cut bread, the, cut, were they? Cut, cut the crust bread. off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the fermentation process works. Throw anything like my, in there. Like my bloody daughter. Have you cut the crusts off? I don't fucking oh, eat them. God. Come on. Just a sandwich, you know mate. I was, I was saying this at work the other day. I was like, the, I don't trust people who still take the crusts off, like their bread and pizza. Like you mean adults? <laughs> yeah, I said. Yeah, sorry, I, I thought like, you just uh, meant like in 2019, like, <laughs> any human who who doesn't eat yeah. the crust, no, I don't kids, trust them. Kids, whatever they'll you imagine they'd grow out of it, but the people I was sitting by, the two of them, they were like, "Yeah, we do that." I was like, oh, for "God's yeah. sake!" I mean, so I've definitely had pizza that has bad crust, <laughs> or like where like there's like an inch oh, yeah. and a half of crust. If it's bad mm. or burnt, yeah. take it off. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just a crust, eat the goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, baby, playing Smash Brothers, <laughs> cut a cut of crusts, <laughs> bunch of babies. Oh, so toast for you, Adol is the uh, best beer. This yeah, week. and I yeah. think the title has to be "Babies at the Beer Factory." Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've written. I I've couldn't written remember. You weren't here, Luigi. Oh top, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um. I couldn't remember the term for brewery, and so I said beer factory. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a descriptor of what goes on. We've done. We're doing well that first that first forty odd minutes. We were. Yeah. We were yeah. on our game, Lucy. Gooigi's beer factory. Yes, Gooigi's beer yes. factory. Well done. Oh, so I don't. Know if people want to talk to you, how do they do so? Probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, if someone wanted to talk to you, how would they get a hold of you? Juicy oh, Lee Stein on everything. All the evil social media platforms. And Xbox oh. and PlayStation. Good. Oh, I just joined MeWe. What's that? You- is that the it's Wii it's store? it's a new so well, it's a newish it's a growing social media platform that is all about um, privacy. It's not about oh, so, I don't uh, care about the privacy. I just care about seeing Nazis post crap every day, which is pretty mm-hmm. much every social media platform. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so some people in philosophy Twitter were talking about joining it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I joined wow. to see what it's like, and so far I have two friends from philosophy in the world who I don't know in person. And I was like, cool, well, there's no content on this social media site. I don't know when the next time I'll log in. Neat. Cool story, bro. <laughs> if people want to get you on... Well, MeWe. MeWe. It's MeWe and just look up... Double A-D-I-L-K-U-R-J-I. Resurrected. Sorry. I am not at the OmniArc on MeWe because I didn't know how to get a custom URL, so it just made my name, right, my profile. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Uh, obviously, you are the, at the Omniarch everywhere. Oh else. come on! Um, I was. Nova. I didn't want. Underscore. This was the censored day. Really? Is it? Yeah. I know. Uh, I'm at Nova underscore forty seven. <laughs> almost everywhere. We are at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter, over on Instagram. And were you going to say something there, Adam? Uh, I was going to say, I forgot to take a picture of the toast beer, and ironically, it's the one I picked, so I only have a picture of the weird beer. Um, yeah, I've been too busy to post <laughs> pictures of beer. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll start like, doing I my select. own posts. We we were on the Instagram for about six months. Yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah, more than anyone can ask for. We did well. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're retiring from the internet. Yes. Exactly, very much very proven much. we're not millennials. I suppose we're <laughs> I we somewhere we in that void in between. Yeah. Kind of Pe- not people really. Oh yeah, Xennials or whatever. Yeah, people mm. at work made me add Snapchat, and I'm already just exhausted by it. <laughs> Do you <laughs> actually check it? Yeah. So I, I had someone. <laughs> okay. Well, now, so are you Juicy Loose Nine on Snap? Yeah. Apparently, yeah, I joined but... in 2014. And then, uh, and then I re-downloaded it a few weeks ago, and I have no idea what's going on. Do you snap, or do you just no, look at snaps? of course not. <laughs> I didn't know how to. Sandwich. They were like, because the first time I did, they were like, tree. no, you don't take the picture first and then put it on. You just take it straight from the app. Yeah, to the app. Because the whole point is like, it distracts itself. Well, it, it doesn't, doesn't really. Doesn't. No, of course not. That's why I'm not taking. It's somewhere. Because I asked someone today. It was like, what do they call it? Do they call it a Snapchat when you receive one, or or is it a snap? And it's apparently a snap. It is a snap. Yeah. So I got so, snapped. So so you want to make you know what makes <laughs> you feel old? What? Uh, 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 one of the students had missed a bunch of uh, courses because they were sick. Uh, mm-hmm. Classes they were sick, and they're like, "How do I like?" I feel really lost. This is in logic. I, I, what, what should I do? I'm like, oh, just fucking use the textbook. Um, uh, but also, like, if you have any problems, email me. You know, the usual spiel. Uh, mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I'm like, just go through the textbook and actually do the exercises. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest way. And then another student was like, oh, well, like, I can help you out because I'm doing all right. And if you've missed out, like, we can mm-hmm. just, like, set, like, go for coffee or something and then yeah. like, talk over things. I'm like... You might be trying to pick her up, but you might just be nice. Anyway, not my problem. And then, it, and then, she, and then, she's like, "Cool." She's like, so, so then they both whip out their phones, and she's like, um, "Oh, here, add me on Snap." And that's the first time I like organically saw youngins being like, "My primary way of communication is yeah. Snapchat." I'm like, really? for school yeah. stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. And then I, was like, I feel the... I just felt it, so old. It, it, I was just it's... like, I need to leave now. The thing is, is that I. <laughs> It, it's awful because the, the the conversation's deleted, so it's like I can't remember what you said like five minutes ago. I can't remember what photo you sent what me. What are we talking about? In like Where the is horde that link gone? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like they send like all these photos and they go so quickly and videos and stuff like that, and it's like I can't digest that much information. Let alone where I can't view it again. I can't see past conversations. So someone's like. No I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, they've, they've undud threaded. The, the the thing I like most about modern technology is like when we figured out how to thread emails. And <laughs> mm. I'm glad we've... <laughs> uh, 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 
But, so we're, we're at yeah. Tanked Up our Cast on Snapchat. Adel, uh, our conversation Adel, ended with us moaning about technology, and now Lucy's joined, and our conversation is ending with us moaning about technology. So everybody go to outoflives.net. You know how to use technology. Go to outoflives.net, look at other articles, listen to other podcasts, do those things. Go to the Out of Lives YouTube page to see our beautiful faces, see the beers Adel's drank this week, or the beers that we normally drink each and every week. But for us, we've been tanked up. We're old. We're tired by yeah. What's a shame is the quiet man developer got shut down. www.outoflives.net <laughs> 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 <laughs>